hey, have you ever wondered what it is like to be a doctor? Or how to be a doctor? Or have you always wondered, are doctors even human? Well, welcome to Medics Talking. Here you see how natural and human we doctors are. Three of us will be talking on this podcast. Rukhaya Ibrahim, Opelo Eshola, and Aisha Tsunisa. We'll be the hosts of Medics Talking. Come and join us in our journey of being a doctor. Welcome to Medics Talking. Welcome to Medics Talking. Um, we're here today again with a brand new episode. Um, I am Ibrahim Mukaya. With me here today is Opalua Ishola and Aishak Yunusa. So today we'll be talking about preclinicals. Alright, so um, I'll be asking questions and uh, my co-host will help me. So, um, the first question I have here today is, um, how was it like um, knowing you have made it to 200 level for clinicals? I'll go first. Okay. Right. So, um, when I got to, um, when the list came out for people that were in 200 level, um, especially those that were being, I think, Posted to the hostel, so I think all 200 levels in um, our year we were um, posted to the hostel. So I went to the hostel to see the list that made it to 200 levels. It was so super cool that my name was on it because I thought I had an issue, but everything was quite fine. So it felt surreal because I was like, 100 level was so scary. I'm making it to 200 level. I was like, yes, I finally made it over to the other side. Um, and I was so excited about being, um, you know, 200 level, like this is the beginning of the whole med school stuff. But then it became, <laughs> I was living in a, like I was always feeling like, is this me? Like, how did I make it here? <laughs> is this even possible? And I spent too much time thinking about that then, that actually, um, I don't know. I was still reading my book, so, but there was something weird about 200 level that it felt so surreal for me. So, um, Aisha, how far? How was your 200 level? Okay. I wasn't really expect. Okay. Um, I don't even know. I can't remember how I felt. But the 200 level. I guess I was, was just one thing that was scary. One exam I did, and I already saw the results. That feeling that I was just choosing many times. I like. So that gets scared because I thought, and they were giving us so many rules that on their level. You also have an F till today. You also have two Ds. You have not had it till today. I still don't know. I don't understand how they made that. Uh, I still didn't get it, but I was like, oh god, don't let me have any eggs. So that physics was scary for me. So when I got to know that I crossed, I was not really feeling, like, I was feeling numb. There was no feeling. I just felt that, okay, so that level is there. I didn't know what to expect because I, I never knew anybody in med school. I don't know their courses, so I don't even know what I was facing. 
so I was like, okay, so they said they are caught in Sunday level. So Sunday level, yeah, you come and let's see what, what's going on in Sunday level. That was the feeling. That's it. Wow. So that's something. Okay, how about you? Well, for me, I'm not sure I had anxiety, right? Okay. I think my first semester result was fine. Okay, yeah, maybe a little anxiety about. But that was just. I think about that same physics um, Aisha was talking about. <laughs> but exactly. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that was probably the only problem. I didn't expect to get at there. But I knew that it was not going to be good. Like, I didn't think it was going to be good. Maybe I still ended up with it. Maybe I, maybe I actually ended up with it. I don't remember. But, like, I felt, oh, it is just that one. I didn't think I would do as bad as um, maybe getting an it. No. Okay. I don't know if it was the only, but I didn't have, I think I was just excited that I had to go back or something. I don't know if there was anything special. Was it, was it the physics practical, the uh, second semester physics practical you guys are talking about? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Not is it the fact about me? I think it was one, three, two, or something. There was something weird about it. What I remember is that it was a practical exam. Uh-huh. Because that was the same issue I had. Where was that exam? The practical exam that what I had. What do you mean, practical exam? Oh, okay. I, mean, I think it was the major one I was talking about. Okay, that I was scared of major, major one. one. So, yeah, like that physics practical exam was, um, was quite weird. I, it was the only issue I had in first semester. The second semester, in fact, I was actually scared of all those big, um, major physics, um, courses, the two credits, um, two units and three units courses. However, it was that one unique physics practical course that actually had an issue with. It was very weird. Well, it makes me read the perspective a lot of times. Like, I ended up reading the perspective like forever. In fact, me and my daddy, we sat down reading that perspective like almost. So <laughs> when my name came out, I was like, oh, okay. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. I think the only time I read that perspective, do you remember that 500 level? Um, there's a part that perspective that you have to read for maternal and child death or something. Oh, okay, like I don't think any other level but after we read. I don't understand how the AFC work in medical field I met. I just wow. didn't really care whether I passed or not because the way they will be saying something is two percent, something is three percent, block one is something block forget two hundred level blocks were so complicated. And now they will say comprehensive clinical is two percent of your mask, clinical is thirty percent of I just it's easy to get those ones now. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is all you wanted to see, right? 
Okay. All right. So, um, uh, I don't know. I have some questions here. Okay. So the next question I have is, um, you know, um, preclinicals is basically 200 level and 300 level, second and third year of um, med school. So, um, what are your fond memories of preclinicals? Should I go first? Um, mine will be very quick. Okay, alright. So, right. I don't think I had any fun memories. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to go. Yeah, like, I can't know. think of any at the moment. Like, I think I was basically just trying to get out of this as fast as possible. I don't think I had fun memories. Uh, uh, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> Alright, Aisha, do you want to go next? My four memories. That, that would be my friend. Anytime with my friend. I love being in med school for my friend. All because of them. I know I will have a fun time. I will go for it. I don't know. I, they usually say that wherever I am, like, fun. I don't talk much, but it's fun where I am. So, like, I relate very well with my friends, so I like that moment of being with my friends, really cool and fun. For okay. men, no fun time for men, that's what it's My fun time meant to, that is being with my friends. Okay. Okay, for me, um, well, um, my fun time, um, the, the fun memories I remember about Fitness. Um, basically, okay, I I enjoyed going to watch movies in my uh, friends' rooms since I was living on the hostel. So it was those were fun memories. I discovered K drama, and then um, the other one is I can't forget Kobe's. Kobe's was an experience out of this world, especially preclinical Kobe's. That is um, community-based experience and service. Going into the communities for three weeks and you know living in the wild those were really cool cool experiences for me i can't forget the clinical studies <laughs> okay 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 now that you people have spoken yeah maybe for me was fun maybe when i had to come to me guys maybe it was fun <laughs> like, i don't know i don't feel like now i was more part of my life than i was Actually, I understand. Like it, it, we, I enjoyed the like the extracurricular activities. Or like COVID is more like an extra, uh, you know, you actually going to the communities to do stuff. But like the fact, the academic side was not that pretty. Actually, okay. Um, so. Uh, what was it like? Um, you know, um, I think we all had at least one year or two years staying in the hostel in preclinical, which is different from 100 level hostel. So, what was it like living with your roommates in preclinical? <laughs> Best hotel experience was 100 level. Well, 100 level was, I don't know, I didn't like to stay in my room. Can I remember all my days? Yeah, I had to. Okay. One, the other one was my 
Aisha, how about you? My roommate went through. When I was in Sony level, I had to wait for all my seniors. And they were nice. They were like, they were carrying me along as sisters. And <laughs> I had fun with them. I really, I became very close with one of them. The other two, I wasn't really close with them, but they were not bad. And when they're having their moment, I enjoy when they are fighting. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <weird>. Bad guy. <laughs> I will sit down, whatever they have. And when their friends come visit me, they will be gisting. I will love the gist, you know? And yeah. I think 300 level, I started staying with my friends. But, med- hostel in medical school, kind of boring. We are discussing not as fun as hundred level. Yeah, yeah, we are with people that are all your faculty. So you don't have different things to discuss. I, okay. I remember when I was hundred level what like so many faculties this one will call we talk just about fa- but here the one everybody knows what is happening in the show we are talking about even though no, no one are not that yeah, but it's not as fun as under level session. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's at 200 level, the whole clinicals, in fact, the whole net school, the fact that we are all from the same college, it made it so freaking boring. But um, for me, uh, 200 level, uh, well, my first 200 level, I was living with my friends. Um, it was quite interesting. Um, and then I, I love the fact that our room was uh, like a focal point. Uh, all my other friends also came into the room. <laughs> so we kind of always had more than, um, we always had extra friends around every single time, which was not bad. <laughs> and then um, I can't forget uh, some of the fights that took place, which is so freaking hilarious. <laughs> I don't want to mention names. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Uh, they are usually at longer They were The two months. I don't know. See, they are they are they are like similar. So both of them they will fight about And I decided to also talk. Oh God. I was just looking at the two of them that day, and I was just looking at you guys. You guys were just making the room so hilarious, I swear. All these are over once. Guys, you guys fight about so many Very things. Very serious stuff. I was like, they are probably, we have to talk about two and one for 
<laughs> Can you imagine? Look at this girl. His name. Oh huh? my god. Dead in his name. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Anyway, um, lectures was boring for me because I didn't like those lectures. They were new rams for me. I didn't like them. Sometimes I sleep too fast. Anyway, okay, for uh, me, I shall be legendary sleeper. <laughs> she doesn't have time. Any boy like this, go and sleep, my guy. <laughs> it's only my friend that knows when I'm sleeping, that know when I'm sleeping. But I don't know when. I think I keep my eyes actually open when I'm sleeping. I don't know. <laughs> and I have big eyes. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I shall sleep. It's very funny. I, I still don't like to be the one to wake you up like when you were sleeping normally. I'll be like, eh, please wake me up at this time. <laughs> that was something I like, never liked to do. Oh my god. Oh, for god. Me, basically, I remember the lectures, especially for 200 level, you know. When we first enter, we'll be taking lectures with anatomy um, <laughs> students, like. The class will not be so filled up. Oh, yes, like the first, especially I think, um, CBD IBS. Oh my god, no, that first two or four weeks is always jam packed. The class will be so filled up, and it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> and then, um, for me, um, I didn't actually have issues much with lectures like that. At least at the beginning, and then you know, um, you know, when it comes to physiology, I kind of size always good. You always like them, even the bo- the most boring out of them. For you to be yeah, very cool, at least. Wait, wait. You know, there's there's a different feel for each of because you guys should remember very well. You know, we have we have anatomy. Anatomy is so boring. We have physiology. Physiology is a little more interesting. Then we have biochemistry. Biochemistry was cool to me. Ah. But it's dead level. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah, do you know how I, how I, how I came to medical school? Because medical school is so boring. Oh, yeah. come on. I told you what I enjoyed in medical school. Being with my Only us. Being with us. Okay. No one. No one. Anyway, Sha. So, um... Lectures are great. Oh, and you guys are forgetting to talk about 300 level. One of the most boring courses ever is neuro. Neuroanatomy. You guys don't talk. Neuro. I love it. I actually like it. You love neuro. I love physiology. Neurosurgeon. You know, I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. If you like neurosurgeon, I like neurosurgeon. Do you remember that neuro then went to neuro head and neck? If I maybe if there was anything I enjoyed in the anatomy it was probably maybe the, the drainage of the CSS. Apart from that, <laughs> I'm not interested in <laughs> Okay, that was it with attending lectures and stuff. Okay, yeah, I wanted to ask, what was it like the first time you came in contact with the cadaver? Oh, I remember that called my mom that oh we're going to be mad. Blah 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 blah. 
I kept thinking, oh, okay, how would I be able to sleep? I'm serious. Wow, wow, okay. Like, there was so much drama, like, going on with me. I actually really didn't speak up. But I remember telling my mom and all, then I had to call um, that my family friend, <laughs> that I call my aunt now. Okay. Like, that should be just and I was like, no, you won't have a problem doing that. Oh, like, no, no, no big issue, like, so now it's going to be fine. And then I'm always like, hmm. it's not dead bodies we are talking about. I couldn't <laughs> even see my grandma wow. when she died. I stood by wow. the door, I wouldn't go into the room. And I slept to my parents room for six months after mm. she died. And I stood by the door to view her body. Wow. So I knew that there was going to be problems. So <laughs> I went. Yeah, I, I think after that day, like the first time, and then I realized, oh, they actually look like loaded bodies or something. Okay. Like I, that's what I tried to tell myself while I was there. Trouble started when I actually go back to the hospital and then I realized that it's like to use the toilet if no one was there or stay wow. in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Thank you guys. Without anyone inside. Okay. Wow. Crazy. Aisha, how about you? So this is the first time entering Cadaver lab that I got. How would I say Just the answer, that was all for me. Just the one? I felt a bit anxious when okay. the first time I entered the lab. And that was all. I know I have a lab, but I don't know about anything. I don't <laughs> For me, it was okay, like I knew that, uh, okay, we are going to like have this Cadaver for of course, they might, I might have been a bit anxious, and um, you know, I remember then the anatomy students got exposed to the cadavers earlier than we did. I think we got exposed after seeing the evidence or so. Um, anyway, the day that I had my first uh, cadaver session, <clears throat> or more, the formalin was inside my clothes. Everything, all my senses were taken over by the formalin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. As a, even, it was psychological for my day. Like after, you know how the distance between the anatomy lab and the hostel. Till I reached the hostel, I was still smelling for my behind. It did not leave me alone. So I remember that day. I think I cooked um, jollof rice and uh, smoked fish. Smoked fish was smelling for my behind. <laughs> that day was not cool at all. Then after that, I think I started getting used to it, but it wasn't. Easy. So that is it with the cadavers. Oh, not cool. Um, okay, so uh, I want to go to the harder parts now. <clears throat> okay. Um, so um, I feel like doing this podcast, we are trying to share our experience and kind of help others navigate their way to med school, basically. So I know that. Um, Okay, I think I should go first. So for me, um, my first year um, in preclinical, clinical level, 
So I ended up repeating 200 level. So for me, it was a bit not cool, especially the fact that all my friends moved on to 300 level <laughs> and I was left behind in um, 200 level. It wasn't easy at all. Um, so there were a lot of things that um, kind of um, occurred during this time. Um, one of the things was, it was initially kind of hard to like interact with my friends. I felt um, like, um, was I still kind of accepted in their group? Uh, am I supposed to be with them? Uh, how am I supposed to uh, handle my new class? Like now there are all these people that are new, just coming from under level. <clears throat> like who are now my real friends? Like am I to make friends with these new people or am I to keep my ties with my friends that I made from 100 level to 200 level? It was very hard. And then I remember um, I wasn't alone. There was one other um, one other uh, uh, person that repeated with me. And we were talking one day and she was saying something like, that when she sees like when when we are walking on the way and we kind of meet someone who is like who didn't repeat like she used to like she used to feel anxious to greet them she wasn't sure what their reaction was going to be like so things kind of became awkward sometimes but for me um for my good friends like you guys it was quite different it was easy for me to go to your room because i think the fact that we had a a long relationship for 100, 200 level is a good for me to just keep the you know the relationship going and all. But for some other people, it was awkward interacting with them at all. It was quite awkward interacting with them. I, I didn't know what they think, <laughs> you know. And it's always um, you always think like, oh, what will these people think about me? You know, now that I'm kind of a repeater and all of that. And I remember Professor Agaja was telling me something um, during that year. He was like, um, your new class are your classmates. They are the ones you are going to graduate with. So try to accept it and make new friends. But it wasn't easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy like that. So, um, well, that is, I repeated 200 level. My second 200 level was, I think, a blessing in disguise for me. Because... Um, I was able to boost my um, my pre-MD, especially for the uh, first professional exams. I was able to rectify a lot of things. Um, a lot of things happened that helped me to, you know, make it in that sort of level. Um, I sought help, which is one thing nobody should ever forget, seeking help. Um, I sought help and I had my old friends with me who I was like, it was also a great help to me, and uh, it was great. And then discussion groups really helped too. But it wasn't easy at all. It wasn't easy because also knowing that though I am repeating, a lot of people ended up withdrawing from med school. It was so scary, it was so anxious, and you know everything was just um, a lot of emotions were just into it. And then one other thing I realized was this: I can't forget was my first 200 level. The fact that we lost one of our classmates was a feeling I cannot understand. Especially the fact that we got the news just about the, a week or during our um, final 200 level exam. Was just I don't know if it contributed to the fact that I ended up repeating. I don't know, but those were indeed uh, tough times. 
so um I don't know uh, if you guys want to talk about your you know the cool part of repeating and clicking calls. Maybe Aisha wants to talk. I don't know if I want to. Okay, Aisha. I can't even remember the kind of person I am. It's that, but the moment that thing is happening, that I'm really feeling impact. Um, but I guess I just cope well with myself. And I don't know. I always felt that even when people don't talk, when my friends don't talk to me, I talk to them. Like, I wanted to be part of that. I don't know. I wasn't interested in making new friends. I wanted to continue with my friends. So I continued with my friends. The class I repeated to, I don't think I have many friends. So I just continued with my friends. So, mm-hmm. I think that's doesn't, it didn't define so many things in my life, but it just got me to in different lights, like you know, people that have only passed all their lives. Yeah. Primary school, probably the one of the best. So never that was like an eye-opening thing for me. Like, okay, so cool. So there's something that can that can happen. Last question. You got a point there. <coughs> Okay, I, I have a question about this. Um, so, um, so basically, for you, Aisha, now, um, I think um, the the repeating and stuff it didn't kind of affect your self esteem or self confidence. Uh, maybe initially, maybe at that point that it was happening. Maybe at that point it was happening. But it's something I don't feel ashamed of yet. Even yeah. up to now, I confidently tell people that I repeated it, I repeated it because I have accepted that it's part of my life and part of what was happening. And if I let that define me, continuously give my service to my pride. And medical school cannot define me. I don't think I don't know. <laughs> you guys are, you definitely can't. So for me, I think, um, I think, especially repeating, um, you know, Sunday level, I, it kind of, like, it kind of put a blow into my self-esteem. Though it wasn't as if, um, it put a blow to my self-esteem and self-confidence. I started doubting myself more, like, can I do this? Like, it now became a question of, can I do this? Which was something I never had before I entered the university. I was a person who was a go-getter, but <laughs> with med school, I was like, can I do this? Can I do this all the time? Always forgetting myself. But anyway, we are fine now. Out of med school, life is way better. Like, med school is like the worst thing that can happen to you. Well, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't think Oppo wants to talk about this. Or do you have anything to say? Why are you calling me okay? I don't know who that is. Okay, so um, all right. Let me just see. Uh, what else do I want to ask? Um, 
Okay. Oh yes. So preclinicals. Um, you guys remember the tutorials and discussions we had in clinicals? What was your experience with that? I'm not a discussion person. I don't like discussion. And people come to discussion about whatever they've made and say. I swear, explain. Okay, okay. Maybe you not explain the whole thing for every discussion, but maybe like majority. Yeah. People come to like come to boast about what you read five minutes before the discussion. <laughs> okay. But people still benefit from discussion. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it was, it was different level discussion that I felt. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. I'm a partner person. I prefer to have a easy partner than to have a discussion. So, when I go to discussion, so I think, okay, like, ah, uh-uh, ah, we in this medical Intimidated, uh, exactly. Intimidated is the word. So, discussion tutorials. I used to go anywhere on the data. For me, um, tutorials, especially 200 level, my first 200 level, going for MSSN tutorials was like, <clears throat> it was like, you know, I just finished lectures, I just finished copying notes, and then um, the, you go to tutorials made by your seniors who are you know, I, 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 you know, I'm grateful for them organizing the tutorials, but um, I was just copying another notes that I don't know when I'm going to read. Now, the second thing was um, the advice the seniors gave us. <laughs> um, one of those advice killed me. <clears throat> it destroyed me, basically, especially my first daughter. So let me tell you, like, this, you know, everybody will tell you about negative marking, um, and all those things. Almost, I wish nobody told me about negative marking. I have just, I have just marked all the notes and failed. Like at least I'll know that I've tried. But what I did was, I just, I just was not picking books. I was like, oh, I'm not sure of this answer. I'm not going to answer it. I'm not sure of this answer. I'm not going to answer it. And then of course, if you don't answer anything and you only answered half, how sure was I that the fifty that I answered was the true answer? Exactly. That negative marking was a, like I shouldn't have listened to them. And there was one stupid thing that they said that I think they were raising their statements or their whenever you fail one, fail the consistent. Whenever you you, remember, you can't remember. <laughs> That's evil stuff. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand. Like I don't get to can't you don't remember, remember that the seniors used to say something like that? You don't remember that statement? That's bad, you yeah, ain't bad. Oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I was probably getting very angry because that's my room. Why? Yeah. Maybe. No, yeah. she said that her um, roommate used to say that already, so she forgot about it. It was the seniors, as I said, telling us that. Something have a way of saying your brain. I remember that. 
very well that they said that it's a fact that not easy for you to fully see. It's a fact that how is this statement supposed to help anybody? I don't know. I don't know. It's supposed to put so much pressure in so that you don't feel stressed. Yeah. But that is not a way to support someone. That is just putting extra psychological stress on the person. I don't understand why you guys have forgotten. The common sense was the mess. No, I probably have erased it from my brain. Like, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, I, I was just making a comment about you. Okay. Yeah, should I be as forgotten? I think mm. so. Maybe I erased it. It must have been so trauma. A lot of trauma. For me to remember the stuff. What can you allow me that one? So I didn't like the tutorial because they were they were not they were not the kind of tutorials I needed. And the discussion groups were nonsense. Like practically you are supposed to have discussions with your classmates. And when you get there, only a group of people will be talking. And you'll be wondering now the same class today, like are we in the same class? Like how come they know all this stuff? Where am I? Am I under the roof or under the rock? How come they know all this stuff? And it was more of going there. I don't take anything back home apart from the fact that I feel less. Like I feel less every time I go there. Mm-hmm. So it was That's no you about the exam you're about to write. Uh-huh. And then, but I think there was once um, when I repeated 200 level, there was this very small discussion group, and then it was inside the hostel. We didn't have it with uh, like the guys or anything, just us girls. And, um, you know, we kind of come up every night after we have done reading. And then it, it had a structure where you, we answered past questions together. So everybody will have a question they will have to answer per day. So when we get to the discussion group, we answered the questions. And it actually made a lot of sense. Like, I, of course, we even had a larger, people that were not in the group before started joining it because it was making sense. But then, thanks to the fact that um, after, like, when I passed my second semester and I moved on to the next class, a lot of people were withdrawn out of clinic, were withdrawn out of the program, and that made the discussion group fizzle out because um, it can be the same when you know that a lot of the group members failed out and you are one of the lucky ones. Like, it just it was just this weird feeling and. Discussion group just drizzle out after 200 levels because a lot of people withdrew from the program. So, um, but I enjoyed that particular discussion. That's the only discussion group I learned something from in the whole of the clinical. But after that, then life moved on with that discussion group to final year, though. <laughs> so, um, Okay, I think we've been talking about the challenges we practically face in preclinicals. Was there any other challenges any of you guys face in preclinicals? No. No. Thank you. None? Okay. I'm going to ask another question. (coughs) Preclinicals, what was um, your relationship status like? What the relationship with us? Like, yes, <laughs> okay, 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 relax, relax. Okay, well, I, like, I know that um, 
some of us were in relationships during Christmas. I wasn't. I was a oh boy. I was okay. I was more of read your book. Mommy said read your book. Daddy said read your book. <laughs> so I, 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 well, that was me. But I think at least uh, Aisha, you can help us out, right? <laughs> I was only in the relationship for my own level. Yeah, so how was the relationship like with the <laughs> so my medical school, my relationship was on water. <laughs> what does that mean, oh? <laughs> I was with Lolo, I don't have time for him, I don't care, Aww. I don't want to be Because was taking much of my time, and it was a long guitar relationship, I didn't care. You are ready for me. Like, you'll be facing it all along, if not, they say I should come and leave. No wala, no lele, no lele. Okay, anyway, um so um okay. I I so what would be your advice for someone who is uh, in their preclinicals on how to make it to clinicals? How to be consistent. It's not. Don't move your head. Okay. I don't what I mean is don't be too, don't be too scared. Yes. To try to, 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 to think. Like, just use your head. Okay. Oh, use your head. Then. Don't try to use your head and try to do other stuff, but you know, don't be too scared. That is okay. All right, Aisha, mm-hmm. what do you think? Like you're brilliant or intelligent, don't let other people think for you. I think when it, like went on because we're allowing other people to tell us to find out we need. You have to attend prayer. You have to read all your books. What if my birthday I was talking about my style of So, don't get scared. What if judging is not my kind of thing? You get so frustrated yeah. and believe in what you have read and read. And practice, do whatever works for you. Don't try to imitate people. A lot of people don't get it because they are trying to imitate other people. They want to advise them to do this. They want to do that. They advise them to do this. So just be yourself. It's not about yourself. Yeah, that is really a very good point. Um, for me, I would advise that um, when, like, if like for me, I think when you, when someone needs help, it's good to actually voice out that you need help. So, for instance, if for instance you started your first exam in med school was so horrible, a lot of people have horrible um, scores first exam. Um, ensure that before your next exam, either seek help, but ensure you are smart about seeking the right help, not just any help. Now, for me, for my second solar level, when I, uh, I think when I first, um, when I repeated into solar level, uh, my second solar level, I was like, um, I had to put in the extra work. So I was working harder, I was reading more, I was doing things. 
but the result I got at the end of my first exam in my second 200 was not, it wasn't bad, it wasn't as bad as the former one, but it wasn't what I wanted. I felt like I had done better, like, why is this result just like, like lukewarm? It wasn't where I wanted it to. So I sought help, I actually, <laughs> I went to the gardens and cartoon department, I'm sure that I was, it was, because I was like, I can't continue like this anymore. And I actually got contact with, um, like, there were mentors available. Like, you can actually get uh, a student mentor, you can actually get a lecturer to actually mentor you. So, like, I, I remember then, all she had to do was, I answered past questions. I was just answering past questions. And then she would check my answers. She would, um, she would help me if there were things I wasn't getting. Like all this one, you know, all the time the seniors would be like, outline, outline. I wasn't sure what they meant by that outline stuff. So she actually helped me with all those things. So like, it was good. It's good to seek for help. It's not a bad thing to seek for help. There are people out there willing to help. And I'm not going to judge you or tell you bad, fake advice. So that's one thing. Um, it will really help you out in preparing for and then one other thing, uh, I don't think it's a bad idea to start a relationship with the I think I made that, I made that mistake. Yeah, yeah. So have you started a relationship? I did not start, but I started to get someone to start. It's not you. It's not you. I said, it's not for you. Anyway, Sha. Um, <laughs> okay, um, I have one other thing I want to see uh, guys to talk about. So, so, what is your advice to someone struggling academically and psychologically in preclinicals? Tell somebody else. What? Okay. Tell someone else. Don't bottle it up. Alright. All right. Somebody that will be wrong. Somebody that will not be taking a discussion regarding this subject. Don't bottle it up. Don't tell you. That's good, exactly. So help you a lot. I think someone that if they can't help you, they will tell others that will help you. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I think something this one. Maybe MSS, maybe um the welfare coordinator, yeah. They will not judge you. And you can hook you up with somebody that you're very I, I like that that's very right at least somebody that can help you forge your way forward okay how are you um, yeah. Just in addition to that, I also think that, well, if you have a cordial relationship with your parents, you probably should mention it to them, not to scare them, to, well, they're your people, I think they always be thinking. One, two, also try to realize that it's not that serious. It's not that serious, actually. Okay. Okay, yeah, what's the Maybe be withdrawn from school. 
but then if you still want to do it again you can still go back to school and do it again yeah time wasted and all but these days there's no such thing as okay no 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 don't take it the wrong way i don't mean yes some things are time bound but at the same time it's, it's it, what matters is how you finish when you what you do with when you finish and all of that okay um for me i'll say um it is not the end of the world that's the first thing it is not the end of the world and um they are not the only ones facing this issue that's one thing i want them to know that they are not alone in this um in this struggle <laughs> they are not alone in this struggle so but to to forge the thing is how do they now get out of the situation they're in first thing of course they need a uh, support support is very important now it depends on where they want to get the support from they have to get it from people that won't judge them and people that will actually help them in overcoming the problem so um they're actually um lecturers that are meant to be mentors in each level though sometimes people feel that they are not approachable but you can actually approach them and let them know they really need them for what they are meant to do, mentor and um, for their mentorship as support that's one like the lecturers themselves then secondly um as Aisha rightly said um you know the people in the, the people in um, you know the student unions um like Alumsa for instance like i'm sure there's a welfare person in those uh, units or um if it's your fellowship like MSSN for us um there there's a welfare department and i'm sure part of the things they do is to and do such issues so the thing the first thing the first the resolution step is to voice out if you, if those people don't know that you have an issue they can't actually help so you just have to voice out so that's my advice so final words final words final words um okay the final words um so everything will be fine <laughs> all of that will pass yes all of what you're facing will actually pass yeah okay Aisha The clinical is not the end of the world. You have not even seen the clinical thing. Clinical thing is just the room. It's just the space in the room. So, just keep fighting as well. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, as all, as my co-host mentioned, um, this is just the beginning. It is not the end of the world. No matter what. The clinical is just the beginning. And one other thing. If someone um repeats or fails in preclinicals there's always there's so many things out there that you can do whether you are whether you repeat and you are given another chance to actually continue with the program or you are withdrawn out of the program just know that the world has a lot of potentials out there it doesn't medicine is not all it is this world is so vast there's um bio there's biomedical engineers out there there's programming there's nursing there's physiotherapy there's there's there are so many potentials out there just don't force yourself don't think you not making it in med school is going to define you no it doesn't there are a lot of people who 
even after they finished and um, they graduated as medical doctors, they leave medicine. They go to other fields. They become they even some become engineers, some become lawyers, some become like they just they just go into academics. They don't want to do anything related to medicine anymore. Like the world is changing, and medicine is not the end of it. It's not the end. It's just a part of the whole thing. So don't let any of these stuff define you. All right. Thank you guys for being here and joining the program today. Okay. Very much. Um, Aisha. It's a pleasure to have you guys here. And I'm so glad we finally made another episode of our podcast. 